Hey everybody, welcome to Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I really want to thank you for listening. If you feel compelled to do so, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, comment, share, whatever you feel like doing. Help me out trying to grow this podcast, trying to continuously deliver value. A couple of things before we get into the show, check out the links in the show notes to my CRA Academy my CRC Academy, both of them doing very well as far as getting people jobs in the marketplace. Check those out. Also, if you need help getting studies for your site or anything else, or even launching a site, basically any help for your site, we have a low monthly fee consulting service where we have helped many clients become and continue to be successful site owners through our background efforts of business development and support staff text me 949-415-6256 please check out the links in the show notes as well for the book the comprehensive guide to clinical research it's been selling really well getting very well received by the community thank you guys so much for that also check out the youtube member page join this channel to get perks that's my youtube uh, membership it's 10 bucks a month you get a monthly mastermind exclusively it's a zoom call every month with other youtube members uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the youtube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences so check that out really means a lot to me and thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show Guru Nation, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for checking out another episode. It's soon to be holiday season. Unless you're watching in the future, then whatever it is when you're watching, I hope everything's okay with you. And I hope you're doing what you can to advance your career or advance your skill set or advance your knowledge. Or maybe you just need some inspiration. That's why we have today's guest on, Almina. Almina is somebody I've been talking to on Instagram. We have her Instagram link underneath the video. So go if you want to connect with her. She's easily accessible. She likes to do the voice messages on Instagram. So you can do send her a voice. She'll send you a voice. It's actually we had a lot of conversations prior to her getting. Guess what it is, guys? A CRA role. The desired, highly desired CRA role. And what a lot of you guys watching think that that's the destination. Let me tell you guys, that's just the beginning of your career. So Almina's just getting started, even though her background's amazing. So Almina, take us through, we're going to get to how you got to CRA, but take us through like college, what you majored in, when you first discovered research, how... Let's go through that and lead up to your career. I started um, nursing school. This was back in 2011. Ooh, okay. And yes, and um, after nursing school, I decided I wanted to get a business degree. Not exactly sure why. I just <laughs> had an opportunity and I took it. So after my business degree, I ended up getting a job in an emergency room, level one, one of the biggest um, trauma centers in St. Louis area. And I was on their stroke and critical care team. 
but eventually got burnt out after a number of years and shorted staff and all the other things. So I decided I've always had a passion for oncology. There was an opening and one of my friends mentioned, hey, you should really get into research. It's something that you would really enjoy. It's challenging. It's it's type of a work that you would really like. So I kind of Googled and I said, sure, sounds sounds like me. Take a new challenge. So I ended up getting a job as a startup oncology assistant. Mm. I was there for two years and um, we did hundreds of new studies a a year. Very busy, extremely busy place. And I loved it. I really did. But I did want to advance. And um, I got, I accepted, I got accepted into grad school. I did accelerated MBA in healthcare. And I will be done in a month. Yes. What do you think? Do you recommend this degree? Um, for, to get, uh, to land a CRA job, no. Right. To learn more and get knowledge, yes. If you really want to have a resume that looks good, that's about it, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I was thinking about going for NP, but all of my friends that are done with nurse practitioner school, they're still working on the floor. They're making um, less than CRAs. And I know. I know. And so I did not want to do that. And then the sub-eyes that I worked with, um, some of my oncology studies, they didn't seem to be happy. And they were all in like $200,000, $300,000 debts. And I'm like, I didn't want to do that. They're in a lot of debt. Yes. I, I taught, work with a lot of NPs. My business partner at my site is an NP. And, you know, he's telling me about, what they make where they work and it's like you know you can you can make this easily like with if you owned a site and only did one study all year and you're the coordinator you know yes make that and have your own schedule they work like three 12-hour shifts you know and then so there's a lot of perks they pay for their student loans but Man, your friends were kind of right, you know, with uh, telling you maybe not to go NP route, although you could have done well that too. Thinking back, yes, now that I am a CRA, but it's okay. It is what it is now. So everything happens for a reason. Exactly. So I did. um, So during the pandemic, the institution that I worked for, they laid off 4,500 people. Um, So we ended up getting, yes. We ended up getting, um, like, so we did the study startups. We did uh, all the rag docs, like the, you know, make sure that everybody's GP, you know. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, all of the things, like 1572 is like, and I tell you, there was like a new sub-I every single week. So <laughs> 1572 and DOAs were like, oh my God, Change. death of me, you know. Yes. Change every like, week. Absolutely. And then um, I think what ended up really getting to me is like number of different like roles that I had to, and I was always there. I mean, sometimes I worked from four in the morning to like nine at night. And at, at that the point, clinic, like, at the site? So we would do eight hours at the clinic, but then you would do like the, I would get all the documents like ready for the sub to sign, the FDFs and mm. like, it, it was just insane. 
And then we would have to cover like the coordinator's position as well, because some of the old agency coordinators were laid off. So I decided that I needed to do something different, that it was if I was going to be working these hours, I might as well go back to the ER and save lives if (laughs) if this is going to continue. So I looked at the in-house CRA position and they said, yes, your your work ethics are amazing. However, you have no experience. I said, in-house okay. CRA told you this. Yes. And I wow. have never called in sick. I have always been there. I've always tried to go above and beyond and like Look, my hold work on, ethics. Hold on, because there's job <laughs> recruiters watching this. So we got to tell them right now. Okay. When you get somebody like Almina, who's applied, she has research experience. She's done study startup. She's general. She's even done coordinating stuff with her clinic for oncology, not just any indication, oncology. And she's a nursing background, soon to be master's degree. And she applies for your in-house CRA job, which is an entry-level position in most cases. And you guys say no. Do you mm-hmm. realize, I hope you're listening, that your competitors are laughing at you because they hired her as a CRA? Not an in-house CRA, a CRA. All right. So somebody, some job recruiter dropped the ball there. Anyways. Had to get that off my chest. Oh, just wait until you hear the rest. Oh, so, let's hear the rest. Oh, gosh, wow. yes. So I started applying and I just thought, why not? Let's just, I spoke to a couple of CRAs that were on my site and they're like, you are doing way too much. Like you're doing way too many like roles. Like you would be an amazing CRA, like just apply. So I said, why not? So I applied. I ended up getting three interviews, which... First interview lasted not even 10 minutes. So I knew it wasn't a good sign. What was that interview for? It was for a CRA. Okay. Okay. So um, she said, yeah, you don't have experience. We apologize. Maybe you could go through like a mentorship, but we don't have that. So mm. just get back to us once you have more experience. I said, okay. Well, I, I that didn't stop me. So I reapplied and this was for a um, remote oncology like coordinator position okay same thing they said well you don't have experience and i'm like i've done the job they're like well it wasn't officially your title so we can't hire you i said okay but you put the skills on your resume right you put i did did. yes i did and but i made changes to my resume looking at your videos so i kind of adjusted things where it was basically the same thing it was just worded different and i think it just made a difference so the third interview lasted not even three minutes they had open interviews um for like entry-level cras so i went on an interview and she said yeah you don't have any experience and i said i do not have an experience as cra and she said well we don't have time to train those are her exact words so then wow. i knew i had <laughs> to do something different so i and started these are all Googling. different companies Different companies, yes. Okay. And so I've followed up with the recruiters. I've asked for feedback um, just to make sure that it's not something that like I that I'm doing that's something on my end. Um, nothing. They're like, oh, you're fine. Everything's fine. And one of the recruiters said, sometimes you may be a little overqualified for like a coordinator position. So he said, even if you are, he's like, just take it. So hmm. be a coordinator for two years 
and then move, try to get a job as a CRA. But I'm like, that's a kind of, I would go backwards if that makes any sense. So I finally decided, I started Googling things and um, I didn't find anything. I went on Amazon trying to purchase books and really didn't find anything there because I didn't really know any better. So that's when I came across your videos. I went on YouTube and started like, you know, searching like CRA, like interview. And then I came across a couple of like videos, but they were not as detailed. So that's when I came across your channel and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this is everything I need. So <laughs> then I did. Oh, absolutely. So I would get like on the bike or treadmill and I would have your videos on the TV <laughs> and that would be my motivation. I'm like, I can do this. It's, it's doable. So I did the four hours video that you had like four, I think four and a half, something like that. Yep. And you went over everything. So what I did, I took notes of every single thing. You went over SIVs. I took that. You went over like the monitoring visits. I like everything that you went over. I took notes. I highlighted things. I purchased your book. I'm yes, like, I'm, I'm going to <laughs> get the CRA job. So I did all of that. I had a better understanding how to really present myself in an interview. And some of the things that I've done, like I really, I wasn't explaining them well. Like I wasn't, yeah. I would just say, oh yes, I, I did oncology studies. Well, I remember in one of the videos you were saying, well, explain what you're doing. Like mention the skills, like just put yourself out there. So that's what I did. So the next call that I ended up, so it, it took about a week, actually, all of your videos, like the notes, and then I would review my notes before I would go to bed. And um, so the next interview I ended up getting, they were amazed. They were like, oh, and I, I just really, I'm like, I can do this. I just, I felt more confident after confident. all of that. Yes, See, I that's did. That's important. Do you feel it like is. that first minute, the first interview that only lasted 10 minutes? where they said, no, no, thanks, you know, that you were not confident enough from the beginning? Do you feel like that's the problem? I, I think so. I hmm. do. I wish that I came across your videos prior to my first um, interview, I because I do feel like that first interview did a little bit of damage. You think it could have <laughs> um, gone differently? If I definitely, yes, yes. Because I had, it was the same kind of like a setup interview for the company that I was hired for and same kind of questions. And I just, I wasn't really nervous. I just felt confident. I'm like, I can do this. It's, I have all the information. I, I know this stuff. So I just, I did the best that I could. And, um, wow. he said, oh, we'll, he's like, oh, we'll get back to you in a week. I said, Okay. Didn't think I said, if this doesn't work, mm -hmm. then I'm going to apply and I'm just going to watch more videos. And I reached out to you actually. I said, Hey, I had this. And yeah. this is, this is after I kept like getting rejected. I'm like, what can I do? And I remember you're like, and I, I was telling you, I said, I purchased the book. I'm watching the videos. And you said, you will be fine. And I I'm like, okay. I saw it. <laughs> I so saw it yeah. Today. So the day of the interview, I think I texted you. I'm like, Hey, like any recommendations? And you just, you're like, just like, it's okay. Just relax. And, you know, like kind of go with the flow thing. Like you're okay. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. So the next day I get the call back 
And they're like, they would like to set up a second interview. I'm like, well, I think I did well. I mean, he said it would be like a week, but then they call me the next day. So I did. So we got the second interview scheduled like within 48 hours. But the, so first, the, second- the first interview, let's um, this interview you did where you did well compared yes. to the one that only lasted 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Was there, were you like a different person when you were interviewing? Like yes, confidence? Yes. At- Hundred percent. So you were like completely different person. Same resume, Absol- but different Same. mindset. Ab- absolutely, yes. What was your attitude and- the second time? Like, hey, I know what I'm doing. Like, you guys should hire me. Yes. You'd be uh, you'd be foolish not to hire me. That was that like your attitude mostly. It was absolutely. That's like, what you gotta do, one- guys. That's yes, what you gotta like, do. I just I I feel like this first interview I didn't really like. I don't want to say brag. I didn't really talk about myself at all. It was just like, oh, okay, this is where I work. This is what I do. This is, mm. but the interview that finally I ended up getting the second chance, you know, I was like, this is like, this is how many studies this is like, I went into details. And like, after listening to your book, like, I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. Like, I need to let these people know, like they need to hire me because of this and this. So, um, I felt 100% confident. And I said, if they don't hire me, somebody else will. I know they will because I know this stuff. Like, it's just, and honestly, that four and a half hours video, like, changed it all. Not only for me. So the girl that interviewed a week before me, we kept in contact. And she said the same thing, that the video of four and a half hours like did it for her. She worked as a coordinator. So she had the experience, more experience than I did, but she still was getting rejected. So it's not only me that it works for. Wow. Yeah. So seeing the whole picture, I think what helps is maybe seeing the whole picture and understanding that this is what they need as a CRA. So now you as the applicant, you can reverse engineer what they need but you already know what they need so once you know what they need your confidence improves because knowledge helps confidence right and nobody wants to hire somebody who's begging for a job because they think well what's wrong with this person like why are they you know the industry is hot right now why are they begging me for a job they want the person Mm -hmm. who says well all right let's do this but i have another like three more interviews next week too with other people yes so I think that's the, honestly, the major key, like to like becoming a student, getting a job as a CRA, you have to be confident. And um, I knew like majority of the things on the video, but I feel like I had skipped some of like, so for example, like when I would get like the documents for a study, the SIV would already happen. So I needed to understand what happens prior to SIV, during the SIV, after the SIV, for example. Hmm. So those are some things that really helped me understand that, okay, well, I know 1572, it's important because of this and this, and I know how to create it, get it done, and but I need to understand things behind it. Does it make any sense? It makes so that, a lot of sense to me. And that's what I think To so the people watching, me. I don't know if it makes sense to everybody. That's why we have but, you on. I just feel like I, I people need to understand when they're really what they're being asked and what yes. they're like listening to you. 
because the first time they asked me about 1572, actually, and um, they said, well, what's the most important? Well, the signature, the PI, like I, and they're like, well, no, be more specific. And I think I just like kind of froze. Does it make like, I just, I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. But I worked with 1572s every single day. But then the other time when I was given second chance, I'm like, oh, 1572, this is on it. That's on it. This is the most important. Like I gave them details. So details um, is what matter. I think that's important that you bring that up yes. because I think the people watching and listening, you know, they don't understand the level of detail. Like you could watch that four hour video. You can read the book. That's still just an overview. Um, I had SIV the other day and then the CRA did the SIV. And now the, the project manager is emailing me things like the level of detail, the email, they question every little aspect of my SOP as a site for how it relates to their study. So I have like 50 sections in my SOP and they say, Hey, in section 47 and section 40 and in section 11, we have these questions. So somebody read my entire SOP as a site from the CRO and they related it back to their protocol. This is like the, and that's just one thing. There's like forms, there's DOA log, 1572 sure. i forgot to mm -hmm. put dates of training on people so they said hey you gotta go get this mm -hmm. done all that stuff that all the you're details. gonna be doing yeah but people don't understand so they go into these interviews thinking that they end that they know like just the basics but you gotta go in there with the confidence to say look i know the level of detail here and you may not know but you can kind of push yourself in that position to where you could learn more and that's i think exactly what you did Absolutely. And it may be, it may take a couple of days. It may take some of your time, but gosh, do it because it will make such a huge difference. Write notes. Like I'm really big on writing notes and just like really staying organized with everything. And that's what I did with the notes. I wrote like notes for everything and I would just review them and everything that, that was in my notes, I was being asked so the second interview went well. I went back to your like videos for the third interview and she said, we'll let you know. We'll make a decision in 10 days. I said, okay. Well, three days later, I ended up getting an offer. Wow. And then my recruiter actually gave me a feedback, which of course I didn't expect that. He said, they really liked you. They really felt that you were really detailed you really like when you talked about like things that you've done and the things that just about like oncology and research you talked with such a passion and like confidence and I'm like oh my god I'm like I'm thinking really but just three weeks ago I was being rejected at every single interview so it really it makes such a huge difference and I have notes if anybody needs any of those notes that I wrote, I'm willing to share them. Like you can make a means. Kindle, a Kindle book and sell them on Amazon. So the future um, Alminas who are searching can find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that credit belongs to you. So. Okay. But you. really it's, it's, I would say if somebody really wants to go out there and get a CRA job that doesn't have any prior experience that possibly doesn't even have a, coordinating experience they can do it it can be done you just you know have do you, to do you feel 
that the, you know these next interviews went well. Um, I'm a, was it different people each time and those for the same job, but the three different yes. interviews, different people. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let I know they went well and you got the job. If they wouldn't have gone well, were you nervous at that time, or did you think, okay, well, I can just get another interview and I'm not nervous? Because a lot of people like the nervousness makes them not perform as well during the interview as they as they can. And, and I think that's what happened with the first interviews. I was very nervous because I wasn't as confident. But the last interview, I really was confident. I said, I know this. I, there's, I've gone through every single page. I've read everything. Like, I know this stuff. Like, mm. if they don't hire me, somebody else will. There you go. So that's how confident I ended up getting. So honestly, I feel like from zero confidence to like 100 in let's say maybe three weeks with wow. your help. Just so from all the notes that you took. Yes, yes. And like any and I feel like because English is my second language. So sometimes I do have to question things twice. And it's not only me, it's other CRAs as well. And I feel like sometimes when you make the videos and talk, you just really you speak to the public in a language that people can understand. And it's like, okay, this is not as difficult and hard you explain things well so it's thank you they really just need to watch the videos purchase your book take (laughs) notes and they will be fine thank you i think the last part you said is the most important because see the video the book it's available to everybody the video is free the books you get for three dollars on kindle it costs more if you want the audio book whatever that's available to everybody but the taking Mm -hmm. the notes doing the work, repeating mm-hmm. it when you're on the bike, repeating it in the night when you go to bed in the morning. Yeah. That's you. I can't do anything about that. You know, and that's, I think, the variable. It's not enough to just know. It's enough to know how it applies to your prospective employer. And I think that's the difference. And that's why I mean as a CRA and why others struggle, because you're not putting mm-hmm. in the work guys and you have to and you know i always i remember when i came to united states things were really hard of course we didn't speak the language i mean it was just really challenging i'm sure people can relate some people can relate and but i always promised myself if 20 doors close i will be reaching for a window like i will be getting out there and like not giving up it's it's so easy to get discouraged and give up I felt the same way after the first interview. I'm like, oh my God, nobody's going to hire me. And then I'm like, what am I thinking? No, no. I need to go out <laughs> there and do it. So Yeah. And the issue when, I mean, it seems like was actually you because your mindset was different. So the employer, Absolutely. something's off with the employer's mind. They're like, well, why is this person behaving this nervous? This is a little bit unusual. So we'll end it. We'll end the interview right now. Yes. The three minute interview, the second interview that I had, she asked me about protocols. And I mean, this is something that I deal with as well in study startup all the time. Yeah. And my mind just froze. What did she I mean, I'm just like, she said, Oh, can you talk about the latest protocols that you have done for new study? That makes me nervous. And I'm like, uh, and I just like, wow. and then she said, okay, she said, should I go to the next question? 
I said, so what I did for um, my wow, very last dinner, I, <laughs> yes. And I mean, and then she, I mean, she just like, they, it was very, <laughs> I thought they were like just regular questions, but they did wow. ask me about the protocols on my last interview too. But what I did is I went back, I looked at the protocols, I learned some of the things that I needed to kind of to answer back. And I was prepared. It wasn't as detailed. Wow. It was just like, how many protocols have you done and things like that. But I still was very prepared. So, and I think that's the major key, like to be prepared and confident. Be prepared because oftentimes they'll ask you, I've only been in a few interviews, but oftentimes they'll ask you like when they run out of questions, something about a challenge that you overcame. And that's when yeah. you could bring the stuff, like the details that you you know, picked up. In Almina's case, she was doing startup for a bunch of studies, but you know, you don't necessarily need to read the protocol. You don't even need to know the protocol to do no, that stuff. No, no. So you have to go back and like look at the bigger picture and say, okay, this is, was a double blind, you know, parallel group. And you can talk a little bit about that. They know that you're not making things up at that point. Correct. But then another thing I do want to mention is that, and I've seen, I'm not sure you have interviewed somebody. I think it was a new oncology CRA. And then he just said that like, be like, when you interview, if they ask you questions that you're not familiar with, don't just like, you know, don't like, don't say nothing. Like, don't be like, Oh, well, I'm not really sure. Well, you can kind of say like, okay, well, you know, for example, the protocols that I didn't remember, um, you could say, well, I, with my current role, I didn't need to specifically remember the protocols that I'm on, but I am on these specific studies. So you could kind of change the answer around a little bit. Yep. So you're not kind of like, just like, you know, blank out there and like, you know, not saying anything at all, because exactly. I think for me, that's what made it worse, not saying anything at all versus I could have just said, I'm sorry with my role. I don't need to know the protocol specifically, <laughs> but here, like, well, just... you could have been like, you know what, like, uh, you gotta, you guys gotta take lessons from politicians. They do this all the time. When media asks them questions, they flip it to something that they're comfortable with because absolutely. Yes. You know, yes. you could have said something like, well, in my role, we had a sub I every week. So we had the 1572, the training forms constantly being, uh, redone. I had to do that. I was responsible for filing those. And we also had SUSARs and just everything you did, you can put like flip it yes, to where absolutely. you're not really yes. talking about protocol, but you're talking about the complexity of your role within the protocol. Absolutely. And I think that they, that she would have moved on to the next yeah. question and yeah. it would have been fine. So have been like, Almina, stop, stop talking. Uh, we understand it's a difficult. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And that's the third interview. Like I, there was one question that I wasn't like hundred percent sure. And I, that's what I kind of did. I'm like, okay, well this and this, and then he's like, okay, that's fine. You know, <laughs> oh, he was talking about the consent forms, um, like in the Bosnian language and things like that. And I just kind of like flipped what I did. And then he's like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, oh, good. You know, <laughs> see so. guys, that's what it takes. Don't be nervous. Take lessons from our politicians. They do it all the time. Mm -hmm and learn learn that way so what without talking about your new job or company 
are you oncology CRA or what indication you, you have? I am. Yes. Awesome. That's yeah. That's tough. Almina. That's I tough. know. I know. I think my blonde hair will be turning, you know, probably gray soon, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I've think there's two. just so much to learn. And yeah, I've done two oncology, both breast cancer. And that's what, yeah. They're the most challenging studies I've done to date. And I've done psych, you know, psych is challenging, but oncology, at least for me, it was like a whole different language. All the medications, totally different. Absolutely. All the it's a lot, but you, you're going to so be in There's so many demand. of them. Oh, well, I hope so. But I feel like there's, with oncology, there's just so much. Like all of our patients, I mean, are sick. They're very yeah. sick. So yeah. things will, they will have things going on all the time. And it's, it's just a lot of reviewing and reporting and just really paying attention to what you're doing. And if you don't really know, like, I feel like I want to tell everybody this, if you're not comfortable with what you're doing, always reach out and ask for help. I feel like it's a new CRA. We need that support. So if you are new and struggling, like don't, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help and ask other CRAs. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody at one point was new. So LinkedIn's important. Ask me guys. I'll make a video about it. Um, where oh, and I think me and my girlfriends will because okay, there's a couple of it. things <laughs> we're struggling with. It's a win-win. Not only do I get to help others, but uh, it's more video. You know, I run out of topics sometimes, so it, like the questions really help me, even if I've done it before. Um, okay. Where, where, how long have you been in this role? For two months. Two months. Have you been assigned mm -hmm. sites yet, or are you gonna be shadowing yes, somebody? I have. 14 sites. 14 sites. Are you going on your own or you have to go with someone else? So my next visit, I have to get signed off and I'm on my own. After that, you're on your own. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. And 14 sites. Where are you located? Where, what part of the country? Um, so central. Okay. And you, so you're going coast to coast or where you're going everywhere? Kind of everywhere. I see. 14 sites yes. is a good amount. One study? Uh, so one study, well, I have more sites, actually. I'm sorry. I have, for one study, I have eight sites. Okay. Um, so how about wow. looking at 22 sites with all of my That protocols. is <laughs> something else. About 13 protocols. When you do this for about a year <laughs> or two, Let's do another interview because yes. I have questions from CRAs who ask me to do videos on how to keep themselves organized. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that enough experience as a CRA to do that. Uh, plus, I'm not an organized person uh, anyways. I had Daniel Regit on the CRA coach, but he kind of stopped doing the coaching. So I think he's too busy mm. with the monitoring. So there's a gap for this kind of knowledge, like from existing CRAs, how mm -hmm. they keep themselves organized. So something to keep in the back of your mind as you learn. Sure. Yes. And I'm very, I try to stay very organized and very detailed in everything. So I'll certainly, yes. That's good, Almina. That's awesome. So 
uh, Instagram for everybody that wants to connect with Almina. She's on there. And uh, that's it. Anything else you want to say? I think that's it, really. Just it's doable. It, It really is. I thought, you know, after the first interview, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's going to be very impossible. But mm. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah, you became a different person uh, with only like three weeks. <laughs> yes, yes. And thinking back now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful and grateful, really, for somebody like you that really took your time and just to help everybody out. And like I said, it's not just me that has you know used the videos in your book to get an interview to get a job and even now like i said as cra's we're like okay should we go check with dan you know (laughs) (laughs) hey you guys text me anytime i need the video i need more content perfect we'll do yes i'll come up with something today i'll let you know i'll do it thank you so much okay all right everybody go connect with almina almina thank you so much for coming on i hope you inspired at least one person watching this probably more but one at a time And if you are somebody that's been inspired by Almina or wants to be, connect with her on Instagram and let her know you watched the interview and um, go from there. You know, you never know what's going to happen. It's not going to hurt to network with people. Absolutely. And I'll be doing more regarding my little networking (laughs) social media. So I that's the next step. That's the next step. Almina, you're just getting started. You're just getting started. I know. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. You're so welcome. And thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. And we'll catch you all later. Bye bye. Sounds good. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to everybody. Bye bye. (laughs)